Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. What's up? It's a Friday podcast. Uh, enjoy the long weekend. Here it is. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Oh, it was a short week, but God, it was still a fun week. This is what happened. Getting to know you. This is an institution of learning, ladies and gentlemen. We all know Zac Efron has been bunkering down in Australia since the pandemic started. Zac Efron. Zac Efron. Full-time resident in the Byron Bay area. Moving to Byron Bay. And, well, Abby, she's been keeping us up to date with his new love. Zac Efron has been in Byron Bay, and rumour has it that he has a girlfriend there. Next thing they know, they're on a ski trip together, and now they're holding hands. Wow. And girlfriend. It's boyfriend. a Princess Mary situation. Just remember, this is a holiday romance. This may not go everywhere. Don't fall for him. He had a three-month visa. He's extended it to a 12-month visa. He, he did that for COVID. He didn't do that for... You reckon? No, I think... If I was her father, done... this is all the things I'd be saying. <laughs> We're quite invested in this relationship, as you can tell. So, you can understand we didn't take this news too well. A source close to the couple of Zac Efron and his ex, Vanessa, have said that they broke up because Zac was just too busy. I learnt I'm too busy isn't the worst breakup excuse you can get. I would accept I'm too busy, but I was told that um, he didn't like my tattoo and he would pay to have it removed and then I'd be the perfect girl. <gasps> was wow. it the name of your ex-boyfriend? <laughs> uh, very common. It's a Chris. Oh, it was? Oh, it was? It was a Chris. Oh, yeah. It was a Chris. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where is the tattoo, baby? Yeah. Well, look, it is a tram stamp. It is on my lower back. tramp, I love you. So that's pretty bad. But things got a little hairy when Justine called in. My partner ended up uh, breaking up with me because he was going on six weeks holiday from work. <laughs> How does that work? I found out he was seeing another girl on the side and didn't want me to find out. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Her. right. But then he said, hey, I'm going on holidays from work and pretty much everything that I do. She said, I don't love you about a week before he finished for those six weeks holidays. Right. Wow. Now, while we were chatting to Justine, I learned to keep your thoughts to yourself when a friend breaks up with someone. And now we're back together and expecting our third child. Oh, so. that took a turn. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. And everything's Four. good now. So what you're saying is there's there's hope for Zach? Yeah, maybe. Can you know, I'm glad that you see. came in yes. quick with that because I was about to just tear that Me dude too. apart. What a scumbag. <laughs> and then, whoop. He was, but now he's a changed man and congratulations. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Come with me. Everybody loves a cheeky little wine on a plane, don't they? We've uh, gone on many flights together as a team. And last flight, I think we took, Siobhan and I had, as our producer, one or two wines. Mm. And then when we saw you, you guys were like, are you okay? Have and I were like, what has what happened? happened to you two? And you're like, it's because if you have one in the sky, it's like, it's almost like three even on the ground. And no, we're dehydrated. <laughs> but is this actually a thing? We spoke to Dr. Sam Hay, and here's what I learned. This, I reckon, is one of the most awesome urban myths out there. It's a myth. They have actually done studies on this, and the effects of alcohol are pretty much the same, whether you're drinking on the ground or up in the plane. 
However, mm. when we're up there, we're generally sitting down doing absolutely nothing. So I, I, it, it's more what Behaviour. we're doing around those beers. Mm. Okay, so that's not true. But what about the whole eating before drinking thing? Does that help? My friend is French and her, her mother always taught us when we're going out, she always that we had to have a piece of cheese because she said the slow release of the fat sometimes would help with alcohol consumption. Is there any truth to that before you start drinking? Getting something into your stomach is going to help lie by slowing down that absorption. And the reality is young people tend to not eat very much when they're out. So having that big meal beforehand makes a a difference. I've got to admit, I've come home from a night out and opened a whole packet of Kraft singles before and eaten the whole thing. Mm. That's so French of you. Yeah, that's definitely the type of cheese. Woken up with all of those little strips of plastic and the shame (laughs) of it the next day. But it was delicious. Your host for tonight, Adam Hills. Comedian Adam Hills called through to the show this week. Morning. And can you believe he has met the Queen and Prince Philip? I had performed at the Royal Variety Performance. The royals on hand that day were the Queen and Prince Philip. And that meeting got him onto the list of the top ten people the Prince has offended. So I did some stand-up about having a prosthetic leg and I had mentioned that I was flying back to Australia the next day and Prince Philip just walked up to me and said, you fly home tomorrow, do you? Well, you could smuggle something out of the country in that leg of yours. <laughs> <laughs> and put a bottle of gin down there, eh? <laughs> yes, I could have been offended, but the truth is I appreciated a joke from Prince Philip at yeah. that point. Oh, good old Prince Philip, hey? How does the Queen feel when he says this stuff when they're out and about? I learnt she couldn't care less. Well, no, the thing is she has moved on to the next She's person at that yeah. day. I think that's why he ends up making bad jokes because the next person was Bette Midler. She spent ages talking to her, so, of course, Prince Philip is stuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure that's why he says so many inappropriate things. We've heard about all the gaffes from Prince Philip. He and the Queen had been presented to a whole bunch of army veterans, one of whom had lost his eyesight defusing a bomb. Mm. And this guy was wearing a, the, the bright regimental tie. I think it was like bright green, bright yellow, bright orange. And the Queen said to him, how much eyesight do you have? And Prince Philip said, not much by the look of that tie. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta love him, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I've learnt this week and you can get it all again on our podcast. It's in the listener app. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. You were born to be rich. Sign your rich. I read an article which I think is bollocks because I felt like they wanted to shame her and yeah. it's dumb and she does not deserve shame. She deserves credit. She should be admired because Zoe Foster Blake is the hardest working woman you could possibly imagine and she has built up her her company. Empire. Yeah, and she deserves it. She's so hard working and it's a skincare. It's a beautiful line. Is she listening Go this to. morning? <laughs> If you're listening, I'd really like a bit of the range if that's all right. No, but the the headline, this is what I'm saying, it's like she shows off her unique designer handbag and unique style um, as she pays for a $15 valet parking in Westfield Bondi Junction. And that's what I mean. It seems to sort of shame her, but I go, oh, nah, she's made it. She's made it. She's made it. Because if you're getting the $15 valet, cha-ching, you've succeeded in life. Well, not just that. When you've got the option to get two hours free and you're like, nah, I'll pay. And why wouldn't you? I would. Like, if you I could, know, if you had it. I know that when I walk up to that valet, mm. that's it for me. I'm rich. So when, when 15 bucks to pay for valet parking is just 
something that you do on the that's rand. That's my norm. That's, that's, my, that's my version. Because you can or, afford to or, do it as a treat. Yes, or when I don't wash my own hair. Like, that's a oh, yeah, 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 yeah. See, yeah. mine is basic as if I don't return the Aldi trolley with the $1 in it. Oh, yeah, baby, you <laughs> like made if it. I, you if made I agree. It. I'm yeah. not walking that far. That's mm. when the day I can do that, I'll be like, Whew. Honey, you wouldn't be shopping at Aldi. <laughs> you know the other one? Mm. The other one is ordering the reef. For the reef and beef. You know oh. when you can add prawns? <laughs> yeah. Like you're like, I've got a thirty dollar steak, you're like, I will pay nine dollars for one prawn in garlic butter. Yes. Oh, that, my friends, is a rich town. Imagine look, not looking ordering that wine by by price. Just price. By price. <laughs> if you're the bottle of whatever. You always order the cheapest when you're what? out at a restaurant. What do you suggest? Get me it. <laughs> Throwing away stale bread instead of toasting it. Oh, <laughs> you are a bloody baller. Not scraping oh, it off. Take that, Glasgow. <laughs> <laughs> 13, 10, 60, if you want to join in on this, what's what, that? What, yeah, what's your thing where you just go, that would be, yeah. that's when I know that I would have made it. A little one that we were talking about yesterday because um, Rory's got a puncture in her tyre and I'm like, I could repair the puncture or I could just buy a whole new inner tube. Yeah, that's rich. I'm buying a whole new inner tube. So you've made it. Today. <laughs> Then I'm going to toast me some stale bread because it's <laughs> sentimental reasons. <laughs> You're rich, man. I think the other one of, of ultimate richness mm. um, and 30, 10, 60 to join in uh, is when you take your car in for a service mm. and you say to them, don't call me with not what needs to be done, just, just do, do it. it. A wheel alignment, I'll have that. I always <laughs> make them call me and they take me through what needs to be fixed and mm. I always say... Can I get that till the next service? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. when you're like, just fix it, yeah. and I'll pay mm. for it when I get back. Mm. Oh God, some people they just live in the life. But then, they? do you enjoy it as much though? I mean, especially if you were imagine Christmas shopping, parking in the valet. I would like it. But imagine always being rich, so you you never know any different. It's that's why it's it would be enjoyable to be rich for us now because you'd be like, look at everything we don't have yeah. to do. See, Zoe Foster Blake probably doesn't even realise there is anything bar the valet parking. Mm. No, but no, really? she does because she never she didn't grow up like, parking in it. That's mm. what I'm saying. Mm. Yeah. She. What I'm saying is that's why I was having the love in because she's a hardworking person that didn't grow up with that. She achieved that. That's different. Do you think she would walk past people not in the valet and be like, work hard, you'll get here one day? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, you'll get a special ticket too. Like, Thank you. Just let me park your car. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. India's COVID crisis will get worse before it gets better, even with Australia and the world rushing to help. 204,000 people have died. There are almost 380,000 new cases. Yeah, well, it seemed like India had it all under control and now they've had a huge outbreak and the images we're seeing uh, on the television are really, really sad. We've got an Australian citizen who is stuck over there at the moment. His name is Anup and he joins us this morning. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good. Thank you for talking to us. We, we believe that you you are an Australian citizen who went over to help your father who was ill earlier on last month? Yeah, that's correct. So um, uh, last year, my dad had COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he went to the ICU. He came out alive after three days spending in ICU. So I did not travel then. Mm-hmm. But uh, recently, just last month, uh, he was diagnosed with acute schizophrenia um, and Parkinson's dementia. So he cannot function on his own. Uh, it's basically, and we don't have any help yet. So I had to fly uh, into India so, so I can settle them up, you know, uh, managing his uh, uh, psychotic episodes and all. Mm. Yeah. Um, have, have a couple of uh, people here to manage everything. 
because I'm my, the only son. Uh, and then I had to go back to my family because mm. my wife had two cancer surgeries last year. Mm. Uh, she is not at a very good health oh. as of now. So she has to manage everything. Uh, so I can't stay forever here or, yeah. you know, for us to getting stuck here for months. I was supposed to come back this week itself. Uh, and I'm in a panic state right now, actually. I yeah. couldn't sleep for nights mm. since they have announced this because I don't know what's going to happen next. It, it's a horrific situation here in India. It's actually a war zone. Mm. Um, if you look at look, look at the streets, people are trying, dying. Mm. Uh, ambulances everywhere, uh, not getting hospitals, not enough oxygen supplies. Mm. Uh, it's, it's a dangerous situation. Uh, now, I live in an apartment, and the whole of the apartment has got COVID cases all around me. Right. So um, the floors, top floors have got COVID cases. Uh, Flows below my uh, home have got positive COVID cases, the entire family. That's how it, it is, you know, getting infected. Mm. I, I really fear that, you know, uh, how long could I survive not getting COVID? Right. Being so close to it, I might contract it. And I don't know what's going to happen to me after that. I, I might even die. Yeah, and yeah. You, you're needed in two different countries and no possibility of being able to do that must feel devastating as well. Exactly, I mean, you got exactly. you got permission to fly over to India because of the grave situation. I guess it wasn't as severe when you first flew over there. No. And then it, it exactly. was, yeah, it was declared that it was and Australia shut all flights. Were you notified or did you just hear about it in the media that no, all no, flights I were shut? No, notified. No, no. Okay. Yeah, it was all the media releases and all I was following back. Uh, and believe it or not, uh, the day they announced that and just the day before we were hearing the news that they're going to shut down the borders. Mm. But uh, I always thought that they'll at least give a day or two so we can go, you know, come back. The day they announced, I immediately booked the ticket to fly through a different transit route. It's a, a risky route. Mm. Uh, and I had to fly to another COVID-infected city to just get out of the country. But I couldn't. I was just that. not able to board the plane because they closed. We see all these images. But if you if you look out your window now, is it apparent that there is something tragic going on? Like, is it that close to you? Yes, yes, wow. it is. It is extremely close. Mm. Every day, uh, I uh, am receiving notification of at least uh, 10 COVID cases in my own building. Mm. Uh, and then there are adjacent buildings as well, so similar buildings. And yeah, it, it, it's not good. And uh, whatever is being reported in the media, uh, I would say uh, it's a little bit underreporting that's going on. It's mm. much more worse than what's being reported. So what about for you getting food? You must be so nervous just to be able to leave the apartment to go and get supplies. Uh, so what we did, uh, uh, I, I, I was tracking this whole situation for a long time now. Uh, so what I did when I landed here, I actually uh, went and bought uh, supplies for at least a month. Right. You know, um, uh, lots of uh, grains and rice and all those stuff. Mm. And I've packed it up. We have locked the doors. There are no, uh, we are not inviting any guests or anything. Mm. Uh, we're just within the apartment uh, eating whatever we could and just being locked up, locked up, locked up. We are not even going out. Uh, that's again contradictory to the disease that my dad has got because mm. he is supposed to go out every day because he has got melted illness. Uh, he's not supposed to be in the apartment, but I, I don't have any you know, way to manage these things. Just lock up. Well, um, Anup, uh, it's, it sounds terrible and no one can really comprehend um, what it must be like being over there stuck in, in all of this and, and also being away from your family. Um, if there is someone listening, like the, the Prime Minister, just say he was listening this morning, if you could say anything to him as an Australian who was stuck there in India with no way to fly home to your family, what would you say? Uh, just that I 
have faith in Australia. That's why I'm an Australian citizen. The logos on of the on my passport they carry a meaning, and I would really, I'm really really desperate for the help that I expect from my motherland to take us back and open the borders and just take us back. We, we want to get out of this war torn nation right now. Good on you, buddy. Well, uh, best of luck. We hope it all works out for you in the end, and we really appreciate you taking the time and and, and uh, all of our best to your family over there too. Thank you so much. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I got, uh, my mum brought up some old pills that my nana had, Ooh. and they're clip on ones because oh, yeah. she didn't have her ears pierced because that would have been tarty. Uh, so she just had the clip really? on ones. Yeah, yeah. It was considered. I don't a know bit. what age sort of ear piercing came in, but they, she just had the clip on ones, mm. and I believe they're real pearls. I'm going to be mortified if they're not because they're sort of being like passed on. They're in little small ones. Rub them against your teeth. Yeah. Okay. I'll do that. Yeah. To work out if they are. But um, I wanted to get them made into different uh, earrings because I don't want the clip ons because I'm a tart. I've got the piercing. So <laughs> I I was talking to a jeweler that was going to do it, and they were saying if you want, you can even melt down some old jewelry. Mm. And I was like. Now, I love this concept because there is jewellery that I have in my jewellery box that I never wear, and I like the idea of recycling and also not paying as much. Yeah. And a lot was, of people do it. Yeah. It's mm. a thing that I've never done it before. Mm. Scott uh, will be upset, though, if you melt down. I'm not melting down anything that he's given me because he right. hasn't given me that much, and also I still I wear it. So all the stuff that he's given me is of amazing quality, and he'll be open and honest and said that he got a really cheap deal in Fiji when he was working oh. there. Mm. And Fijian quality of jewellery is amazing. If you pay a certain price and they're willing to give you the certificate that it's worth more. Mm. I got it certified here in Australia because I didn't believe Scotty. But anyway, that's how so I I'm keeping all that. Oh, no, that's but, half price. That's the one I'll take. Yep. <laughs> I have a bracelet um, that I haven't worn that uh, an ex-boyfriend gave to me. Mm. And I haven't thrown it out because it was such a big deal for him to give it. And because we're still friends. Right. So it's not like it, it's not like I've an ex husband and it was so bitter. Um, but we're still friends. Why are you giving me that smile? I just and it's just fun to watch you try and convince yourself. Mm. Esther would have jewelry that someone else has given her in a in a thing. I have hardly given her any jewelry, so really? Yeah, <laughs> probably. She's either bought it all herself, I'm sure. Or she's got gifted it. But it's it's like that meaning's not there and I don't know I could should melt it down. Mm. But if I melt it down, <laughs> does the whole essence of it still exists. So are you hoping that it was given to you from a previous lover if you melt it down all of the the relationship juju bit disappears and it becomes a whole brand new piece of whatever? Scotty wouldn't want me to wear the bracelet and he said who gave it to you and I'll say who gave it to me and he'll be like oh really? Meanwhile he's still friend like we're all friends Mm, so I think that's a bit different. You have to wear it when you see him? No. Mm. If you've never worn it in front of him Melt then I still feel bad. I feel like, should I not keep it is the essence mm. of what it was no, then. No, because what jewellery is, is a symbol of that moment. But so that if moment was fine. Yeah, but but you're looking back on it like, oh, look look when you were in love with we me. Was, oh, no, you we spent were so this. young, though. It was... Yeah, but is it expensive, do you think? He says it was really expensive at the time, yeah. Yeah, well, that's, you know. If he bought you, like, something... From the Rockley markets that mm-hmm. was made out of leather, and it was like okay, you know. Yeah, then, right. then you're like, well, that's right. a bit different. But if he spent good money on some gold, mm. yeah, it's a shame to let it go to waste. Do what you want with it. Get something it nice. Just... Get yourself something nice. Mm. What are you going to melt it into, though? It's earrings. Okay. Mm. Yeah, so I want to get hoop earrings because I can only wear gold. <laughs> 
because I get an allergic reaction. So that's why I was like, it better be real gold now. Mm. Oh, <laughs> you'll I, know. Melt yeah. it down and Have the you girls out there out. kept jewellery from exes? Have you still got it? Yeah. Do you wear them? Nah. <laughs> but you've kept them? Yeah. Why? Because it's jewellery. Because it's just weird to throw jewellery out. You like, I don't do wear it. It sits in a drawer somewhere. There's no, like, oh, I'm hanging on to it. Yeah, I know, that's think- the same as And I couldn't wear it because it would remind me of them. And no, I didn't want to do that to yeah. Scotty. I don't reckon Esther would have any jewellery from exes. Yeah, she definitely does. <laughs> <laughs> no. But then you guys met quite young. Yeah. So that's a bit that's a bit different. Scotty and I were a bit older when we met. And, I mean, I, my key ring, actually. My key ring an ex still gave to me. And I, it's a Tiffany, so I've still got it. I wear it. On your keys? Yeah. Oh, oh God, here Michael. we go. I think here I'm we go. 1950s Maddie coming out. What that's, do you mean I've got to get rid of it? You replace it. That's essentially cheating. That's what you're that's doing there. That's not what I'm Every saying. Every time you open I'm the door. It's a little cute. I don't have anything from any ex-girlfriend. It's because you were 17 and you hooked up with 18. the love of your life there and then Excuse it was me. there and there. <laughs> I had yeah. a girl give me some bongos once that I threw out. Because otherwise you would have used them on the daily. <laughs> Because they weren't allowed Must back have been in hard Australia to from with. Bali. Like, what are you... What are you... <laughs> Some bongos. What, to remember her by? Yeah. I just... I <laughs> Sometimes you can still... <laughs> remember those bongos? I remember yeah. yours. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope you don't play them in front of Esther. Melted them down and <laughs> turn them into a snare drum. I just say, do I keep the memory as it is it is, or is it just jury? Nah, melt that sucker. Melt it. 13, 10, 60, let's ask. What have people done with jewellery from exes? Mm. What, do you re-gift the... it? Do you melt it down? Yeah. Do you wear it and you go, you know what? It's the best jewellery I've ever got. Can you melt down an engagement ring? Is that different? Yeah, you can remould it. But is it got? it's got the engagement juju in it, doesn't it? Mm. Oh, I think that's what I'm trying to work out. Mm. Does it not get cleansed? Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I do love jewellery, and I always like the idea of, like, I buy second-hand clothes off eBay, so I'm like, well, jewellery, it should be recycled as well. So if you're not wearing a piece, mm. you could melt it down and make something new. Does it, what do you call it? The juju? Keep keeping the essence of the uh, the, yeah. the jewellery if it maybe it's from an ex. Maybe it's that thing of, because it was given to you with love, when you put it on, you fall back in love with that person. <laughs> oh, you really do think it's powerful. <laughs> I've got a bracelet from a, an ex-boyfriend that I was thinking about melting down and making earrings. I don't even know if Scotty would go, no, it's still the jewellery. Yeah. Let's find out what other people have done. Uh, Megan and Stafford, what have you done with the jewellery from an ex? Hi, I have had two pairs of earrings joined together to make one pair of long dangly diamond and emeralds, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had a broken necklace made into an anklet right. and a uh, heavy necklace made into a bangle. Oh, I like it. Were any of them given from past relationships? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. yes. How, how did the and juju go? <laughs> oh, look, ju- jewellery's great. Mm. Juju doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, yeah, that's the motto. Uh, jewellery first, juju later. consideration. Yeah, mm. later. Katie, what do you reckon? What have you done with the jewellery from an ex? Well, I had my old wedding and engagement ring. We never actually ended up getting married. Mm. So I had it taken back to the jeweller and re remade, essentially, into a really big dress ring. Yeah, right. See, that's good. What's a dress well, ring? Like, uh, just a, well, just any, any ring that's day. not an engagement ring, you yeah, know, whatever yeah. you want to be. Um, it, Katie, did you... Did you have to have the conversation about giving it back? Shit, no. I no. held on to it. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Katie. 
he's not going to wear it. He's not going to no, give no. it to anyone else. True. And I, I love it. I wear it yeah, right. as yeah. often as I can, and it has so much more meaning now because it reminds me of the what bullet I you can missed. Go yeah. Yes, and it's all about you, and it's exactly how you want it. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I love that. Absolutely. Just thinking that there's a bit of a business idea. If if you know marriages don't go through, or, or when you break up with a husband, you melt it down, turn it into a bullet on a necklace, yeah. and when people say, "What's that?" you can say, "This is the bullet that I miss." <laughs> That's good. Dodged a bullet yeah, there. Yeah. yeah, That's not bad. Good on you, Katie. It's probably the smartest thing you've ever said. Wow. Julia in Shayla Park. <laughs> what about your old jewelry from an ex? Hello. Um, I sold it on Marketplace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can do that too. Make some cash yeah. off it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Get it bargained down. Mm-hmm. How much did you make? Um, it was only like 120 bucks. I just wanted to get rid of it. Yeah. What was yeah. it worth? Um, on the website, it said like 850 but when I was putting it up for like 300 no one was like wanting to buy it. So I was like, stop it. I need some drinks this weekend. I'm just going to sell it. <laughs> did you out of spite message him and say, by the way, that ring, I sold it for 120 just to make sure No, he but I, he's completely blocked. So I'm hoping maybe he's this. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what it is, I think, remodelling. or It's yeah. kind of like a spite thing, isn't it? Sometimes. Like yeah. you, you can get reclaim those feelings and go, oh, mm. I've won now. Yeah, Yeah, no, stuff that. You don't want that. Yeah. Oh, good on you, Julia. Well, it looks like you can go for it. Melt mm. away. Mm. Let's just hope it is worth something. Imagine oh, they come Oh, that's going to be mortifying. So, <laughs> if we melt this, it'll disintegrate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. We don't do metal. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Bucks. We're going to play that. Uh, Mon- no, Tuesday. Tuesday. Long weekend. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, it'll be May, actually. What will it be? The 3rd of May? How many days in April? Uh, yeah. yeah, it'd be the, the, the yeah. Yeah, fourth yeah. of May. Yeah, fourth Bloody of May. Hell. Two of the answers are ostrich and outrageous. That's for Alpha Bucks and 10 grand. Where's the year going? Star Golf. Wars Day. Gonna have to do me tax soon. Yes. Oh, May the 4th is. Mm. Uh, of course it is. Oh, you watch the memes roll, uh, the memes today. It's gonna be May. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Treasury Brisbane boasts over 10 restaurants and bars. The choice is deliciously yours. Discover more at treasurybrisbane.com.au. Party people! Abby's 40k birthday. Yes, Abby's 40K birthday. We're giving away $40,000 at the Treasury Brisbane. May 22, lock it in. Chris Hemsworth is invited. Yes. Wow. Amazing. And this is Chris Hemsworth that we're going to chat to because someone's waiting. Even better than Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, this is okay. great. This is great. Because, you know, I've always wanted to have a sandwich named after me. Yeah. But we thought for your party, you needed something. You needed a thing. And this came from a listener. I've got an idea. You know how you're trying to get this Thor character to the show? Mm. You're going to need a bartender because, like, Abby loves cocktails, does she not? Mm -hmm. Yes, loves a cocktail. Mm -hmm. So who do you know is a celebrity cocktail maker? The one and only Jill Sebastian (gasps) has designed (laughs) the Abby cocktail. (laughs) That is epic. Mm -hmm. Abby, I feel like I'm a disappointment. No, can I be honest? You come with the cocktails. You are not a disappointment. (laughs) Don't ever say that about yourself, okay? You're up there with Chris Hemsworth. Thank you so much. (laughs) Now, we gave you some pretty strict instructions, didn't we? We gave you you one thing. It must have gin in it. (laughs) (laughs) Very strict instructions on the gin. Yes, Abby, happy B-Day coming up. Thank you. Thank you so much. 
40 is a big one. I have turned 40 and it's a good time over here. So mm-hmm. welcome over to that side. Oh, that's nice. I didn't know you were 40. I thought you were a lot younger than me. So there we go. I'm 41, actually. Oh. I know. I'm an old lady. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do, is that what, do women automatically say that to each other when they tell another woman they're 40? They go, no, you're not 40. Well, no, that's honestly because I didn't think it. For the other people, I would not say, oh, did you feel bad about turning it? So there was two yeah. options that I would have right. gone with. So, yeah. <laughs> now, we always talk about on your Instagram on Fridays, you design a new cocktail um, all the time, Jules. Um, now, what, what have you put into the Abbey cocktail? Okay, so... We've got gin, obviously. Mm-hmm. We've got four ounces of that for you, Abby. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Not enough? Be, Is that the issue? It's going to be a good time. <laughs> Better make it a double. Okay. No, 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 no. Yes. Yeah. We've also got four ounces of apple cider. Yum. I like we've it. Got, we've got an entire lime nice. in there. Yep. We've got um, a honey simple syrup. Do you know what a simple syrup is? No. Okay, so... You can do um, sugar and water or you can do honey and water. So this is a honey one. So you do equal parts honey and equal parts water, bring it to the boil on the stove mm-hmm. and it becomes like a delicious sweet syrup right. that you put into your cocktail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we've got a quarter of a cup of honey and a quarter of a cup of water, bring it to the boil, let it cool down. Mm. That's going to go in there. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have a generous dash of cinnamon. Oh, yum. That sounds And lovely. we're going to... All healthy. of that... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's not about the health today. It never no. really is on my page, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to pop that all into our cocktail shaker with some ice and shake it all about. Mm-hmm. And we're going to garnish it because you know I love a garnish. Mm-hmm. A cocktail without a garnish is not a cocktail at all. Mm-hmm. We've got some thyme sprigs. And then we're going to chop up an apple into like a matchstick, little matchstick apple matchstick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. Um, <laughs> And we're just going to dump that into the glass with ice, put the time sprigs in, pour the cocktail in, and we're away. Bang, and there you that go. That is amazing. And I'm guessing that my two bartenders that are going to be very busy making this all night are Stav and Matt. Only if we can do it topless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't even born when that movie came out, were you? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. I like that. So we are going to have a cocktail on arrival for the party, mm-hmm. and it will be the Abby, Abby Coleman cocktail. cocktail as designed by Jules Sebastian. That is epic. That is written. No, you've done very well. Thank you. It was well, the listener that suggested that. But yes, thank you so much. But, but we we <laughs> yeah, got Jules did, on the phone. You did, you did, you did. No, you've done well. Thank you, boys. Thank you, Jules. Really, thank you to you. You are absolutely welcome and enjoy your party. Now, Jules, can I ask, does Guy organise stuff? Because Stav and I, we're organising this party for Abby and she really thinks that we're just outsourcing to our producers. Mm. But is he is he a typical man where he doesn't quite get it right, or, or how does he go when he's organising stuff for you and the family? Oh, this is a risky question. <laughs> um, he's not bad. Listen, we have a great team. Oh, let's put it that way. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah. does what he's told. No, I will give him... I, we just had a big book launch for my book that just came out a couple of weeks back, and I, I feel like he was heavily involved. He, he actually got my parents into town as a surprise and I had no idea that they were there and they, they, you know, kind of got announced in the middle of the party and and I had a good hand on in organising that so I'll give him props for that. Yeah, that's impressive. Mm. To be able to pull off a surprise I think is really good. Yeah. Yeah. It's once in a blue moon but when he (laughs) he does it, he's all out. See, Jules, the same as me. 
It's a compliment, not a complete one, because it's in a blue moon. <laughs> but it's still a compliment. <laughs> hey, well, that book um, is a great book, Tea and Honesty. It's available now as well. Uh, Jules Sebastian, thank you for the Abby Coleman cocktail. Uh, really great to talk to you. Absolute pleasure. Enjoy your birthday, Abby. Thank you so much, Jules. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I know that you probably don't believe in this, Maddie. Okay, so just try and think outside the square. Do I? Yeah, you, you, you could. You mm. could. Okay. Um, but you know that I always have, like, sort of technology around me kind of breaks. All the computers always break and mm-hmm. everyone's like, oh, it's frozen up. It's never done this. I'm like, it always happens to me. Mm. I always have the ability, I think, to, to break it. Yeah. But there's something that's been happening in our house, and I'm, I'm, I guess it's common, but I made a comment to my friend of it, and she's like, oh, no, something's happening. Someone's trying to communicate with you. And I was like, calm down. <laughs> calm down. But we have a lot of toys that are in big boxes in our house. And (laughs) it's freaking me out that I'll turn them off and in the middle of the night Mm. when no one is around, it is completely quiet, and I don't know if this happens to you uh, at night, they'll start playing. This has happened before. musicals. Yeah, it's happened before, but Mm. they've turned off. Mm. And even some of them, I haven't been able to get playing during the day when my son has been begging and it's low battery. You Mm. got a friend in me. (laughs) (laughs) You got a friend in me. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a Toy Story. Look, I will be honest with you. you do believe it. I have once... (laughs) You know when Toy Story 3 came out, I once, once, like, put all the toys up on the Shelf. And we've got a Woody and Buzz, mm. yeah. Xander, put them up on the shelf and then walked away and then turned around real quick. <laughs> I got just, you, just guys. Check, Have check. you ever had it? Because we've got like a little keyboard and it, the battery. Music, yeah. and it's been a nightmare to play. It just never does. And they're all in these big tubs. And I said that to my husband. I was like, the toys are on. And he's like, what? I was like, the toys are on. Mm. Did you just hear that? I'm not going out there. Now, I would go out. I'm the sort of person that would you hear a noise outside and yeah. I would go outside and investigate. I wouldn't care. But mm. toys in the house have just all of a sudden started to freak me out. Mm. So they, they, just, they won't work in the day. So physically not working, but then at night them, they turn on. Some of them on. will be fine. Yeah. Okay. But uh, one of them we've had a lot of issues with. We'll never get to play. Um, and then all of a sudden was going off. And he's like, it's just normal. I was like, but how? He said, just do. I was like, yeah, but you're not giving me a description because no <laughs> one's out there, no one's touching them. Yeah. And all of a sudden they start going. And I said this to my friend that they keep waking me up, so I need to take all the batteries out of them. She goes, don't, because you'll be more freaked out if they start. That's like, true. Have and I, I was yeah. like, don't do that. Yeah. She goes, nah, it's a yeah. sign. Someone's trying to communicate with you. Or, I was uh, like, is that how they're doing it? <laughs> like they toys. haven't given me Lotto and said, spread the joy. They're communicating through the toys. Or <laughs> what, one of your kids has left a toy somewhere. And the other toys are forming a party to go on an incredible journey to get them back. Do you believe in Toy Story as well? I don't disbelieve in Has it. Has it happened to you? No, uh, not that I remember, but I'm it sure it happened would've. at night or if I'm alone in the house. And that's why I say, does that happen to, when you're alone, Scott? He goes, no. So, like, I'll be sitting down just on, on my laptop completely still and there these big buckets and all of a sudden they'll start playing. Like, nothing's fallen mm. down on them. Mm, that's walking interesting. down the street and you see your little ghost. What you gonna do about Ghostbusters? That's what we need to do. We had one out, come out before, remember, <laughs> to do a clearing in our house? Yeah, because this, this was happening. No, because my son kept saying I would sleep, but there's someone sitting there watching me all night. Mm. And we were like, ah, that's fine. You know what? You're one and a half and we're going to get someone in. You're right, though. It is annoying, like, with ghosts. Whether you believe in them or you don't, if you get them, they do annoying stuff. Why can't they, like, come and... 
unstack the dishwasher. Yes. You know, like... I would mm. invite every ghost into my house rent-free mm. if they would just pick up a but bit of slack while they were there. But you think about it from the there. other point of view, Maddie. You're a ghost. Mm. You've done the dishes your whole life. That's You're not true. going to come back and do that. That's, that's a good true. point. You're going you know to Abby's house and turning all the toys on. That's, that's, <laughs> a, great point. that's, that's a great point. You'd still be thinking about content. This is going to be great on air tomorrow. <laughs> I just want an explanation for it. Like, yeah. I know I'm at the point where I will take out the batteries, mm. but my friend has now got me in the back of my head. She's like, why would you want them to stop communicating with you? Mm. No, but they might way. continue to communicate. They'll walk over and dump it in front of you like a kid would and be like, oh, batteries, it's not working. <laughs> well, good luck with that. Good luck. Let's do a seance at your place. I don't think you're allowed to do these. Are they, are they really They're not the illegal. Well, you know, I reckon they would be. They're not illegal. They're frowned upon. They're frowned upon. If, if Ouija boards were illegal, mm. that would justify the existence of the spiritual realm. There's a whole lot of people in jail realm. right now, Stav, going, you try it. Bro. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, man. We don't want no ghost cops coming to town being like, <laughs> you're under arrest. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Throughout history. Mankind has achieved the impossible. Time is not absolute. Creating electricity. It's alive! It's alive! The moon landing. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for man. Cloning a sheep. A lamb called Dolly was cloned in Scotland. And created a platform to argue about almost anything with anyone while sharing bikini pics on holidays. Are you talking about the internet? Yes. Okay. Yes, I am. Okay, cool. The time has come for mankind's next impossible achievement. Can we pick a number between one and one million? This time every Friday, the city stops. In fact, legend has it. The entire state of Queensland stops. Mm. Mm-hmm. As, the mines. Far, as far as the Cape. Yep. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tools down, explosives off. The carbon emissions for this one-minute piece of radio plummet. It's good mm. for the environment. Yeah, we're an environmental show. We are. Whoever picks this number between one and one million, it will truly change their life and they will be forever mem- remembered, given keys to the city, mm. which will actually unlock something. You mm. never want to stuff up. The, the big speech, do you really? When you win? No, just then. I didn't stuff it up. Oh, you didn't? No. I have a stutter. No, no. I'd like you not to point it out. No. <laughs> Self conscious. Tabitha! <gasps> Hello, Hello, Chosen morning. One. Hello. See, I think, that's, I think that's, a, that's a winning name. Tabitha. Yeah, Tabitha. Mm-hmm. It is from Bewitch. Yes, of yes. course. Exactly. You're mm-hmm. psychic, aren't you? I am very much, yes. Okay, so this number's been generated by a computer. The only person who knows it is Siobhan, our executive producer. And her passenger. Mm. She didn't you, tell her baby. She, the baby just knows. No. It no, would have no. gone through in the umbilical cord. Nope. She was like, you can have everything of mine, all my nutrients, but not that number. <laughs> I appreciate that. All right. Here we go, Tabitha. To be known as the greatest person who ever lived in Brisbane, can you please tell us what is the number between one and one million? Okay, one four one 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 five. Mm. One four one 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 five. No, no, no. no. One four. <laughs> 
It's 141,115. Okay. Yeah, okay, that would be You added an extra one. Yeah, I was That's what she said. I was making sure we had the right number. Oh, if only we could find a way. That's right. We'll review. 100% guaranteed. So, Siobhan, our producer, has been typing away, and I'm pretty sure she's getting all the newspapers here. I am looking at these numbers because they are actually tattooed on my foot. So, I know what I'm reading out. Right. Why are they tattooed on your foot? That is actually mine and my husband's wedding anniversary. And, yes, we've known each other for 20-something years since primary school, and that is the number we got married on. So when he forgets it, you can kick him up the butt with it. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much, pretty much. Okay, Tabitha, we're wondering if it can be done. We won't give up until we achieve it. Is the number 141,115... No. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Should have gone with my number. So close. <laughs> That's okay. We tried. <laughs> we did, but I'm sorry, Tabitha. Greatness okay. is not your destiny. Well, no, not today. Okay. No, you still have greatness of, upon your you. life. Yeah. Just today just, just, in this it moment. It was greatness in 2015. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I like That's that. right. Lovely. All right. Uh, good on you. We'll do it again. Same time. One guess once a week for the number between one and one million. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Hey, that's the podcast. See you Tuesday. Bye. Stab Abby and Matt. Brisbane wakes up with Stab Abby and Matt on B105.